pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hello everybody and welcome to the sixth episode of this second season. I want you to know that the live episode will be in a couple of weeks. I'll give you the exact date within a couple of days. So go ahead and download the Podbean app and get registered. Patrick's about ready to get this thing started. So am I. So let's go ahead and do that, shall we? My name is Chris Williams, and you're listening to the Constitution Commandos. So you know we're not doing an illegal wiretap. We are being recorded. Yeah. I haven't gotten any email messages from our friends with Big Brother. I wonder if they're not listening. We ought to send them an invite. Oh, no, I'm sure they just got another file specifically for us. You think so? Uh, I mean, are you coming, dude? Yeah, I'm sure. That blinky thing means I'm coming over. (laughs) Well, if they're listening, it really is kind of disheartening that they don't at least send us a comment or something. Yeah, well... Tell us we're full of shit or something. I mean, they could at least say hi. I think that's kind of rude. Don't you listen to our program and then don't even comment? We're going to have a short Christmas list this year. (laughs) But anyway, I was talking to Lynn earlier about about some of these crazy things in politics. Like, for one, how come nobody's taking Joe Biden out? Was that going to be my famous question for eternity? Seems to me 300 million people in this country ought to be able to overtake one man. I don't know. Yeah, but remember, he's a figurehead. He ain't the, he ain't the, the cat calling the cock, calling the shots. Well, that may be true, but, you know, you take out him, and, of course, you got to get Kamala Harris because nobody wants Kamala Harris. But you get them two out, the chances of them putting somebody else in that's going to be as easy a puppet as him will be a little bit more difficult. I mean, you got to admit, Joe Biden is the easiest puppet <laughs> in politics. I, well, I don't you- know. Uh, heels up Harris is pretty easy. For what I understand, that's how she got there. Who's that? Heels up Harris. <laughs> is that what you call him? <laughs> <laughs> I like what Judge Joe Brown calls her. Conquilla him off. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, she, well, uh, I, I don't even, you know, I mean, it, it, the thing about it is that there should be a fair amount of people that haven't been looking at the corruption or been aware of it should be able to see it now, especially after this East Palestine train derailment. And then they decided to go in and burn the shit. Done poison the water, you done ruin the crops, you done ruin these people's livelihoods. They can't sell their homes, they can't do nothing. All their livestock is dying. When I say livestock, I'm talking about poultry or whatever else that they were having. Yeah. Then you turn around. And what does Biden or Buttigieg or anybody do? Biden nothing. runs off to Ukraine with five hundred million dollars to give to them for humanitarian aid. I mean, it's like yeah, but I think he went over there more to admire Zelensky's biceps. Well, I, I don't know. I just Well, people now, I mean, I, I, if people haven't woken up to the corruption by now, they're not going to. I mean, I'm sorry. They just, they got rocks for brain. <laughs> I guess because they're watching a lot of things and being told none of it's real. Well, just about everything is an illusion right now. I mean, people don't believe it. Well, people get, I mean, you got to wake up to believe anything really, but, you know. 
it's amazing how many people don't even want to look at this stuff. Do you know Buttigieg is throwing in his bid for a uh, presidency? Did I know that what? Buttigieg is throwing in his hat for presidency. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it would never happen. You sure, mate? I can now. You froze up for quite a bit. I'm trying to get, I don't even know how far I am. Uh, I'm 100 miles from the cutoff to Louisville, so. Oh, so I've got to be coming up close. I've got to be coming up to Lexington at some point in time because that ain't far from West Virginia. But I'm uh, looking at cell towers all through the mountains, but apparently they ain't. My phone don't work on them cell towers. Probably not either that or those are AT&T towers and you're being censored. That might be it, too. Yeah. And while we're talking about AT&T, for anybody who's listening, if you've got AT&T, you're wrong. Cut them off. Yeah, they don't deserve the business of anybody in America. And DirecTV or is worldwide. DirecTV too. Seventy-five percent of DirecTV is owned by AT and T. As long as they believe in censorship, censor them. Yep. They don't want to be heard anyway. They don't need to be heard. Oh, well, they already lost. I can't tell you how much they lost when they got rid of dang Newsmax. I can't even remember how many billions of dollars they lost in share value. Well, the thing that gets me is they're telling the customers that they cut Newsmax because of the expense, but they're not giving Newsmax anything. I mean, Newsmax has been a free format from day one. Yeah, Newsmax said that they would take $1 per subscription. $1. Yeah, and that's $13 less than CNN and MSNBC and CNBC. CBS, all of them. Yeah, they all pay like $14 per subscription. Right. And Newsmax said that they would take $1 per subscription. Yeah. And then they, they didn't want to pay it. And it was one of the more popular, which I had, I saw a lot of flaws with Newsmax. You know, I mean, well, but, I too. but the thing is, they're still considered a conservative format. I mean, a conservative news network. So they're, that's why they're being censored. Yeah. But, I mean, when you look at, like, Tucker Carlson, to me, is, I, I would say, the straightest shooting. He asks the harder questions and brings up the taboo points yeah. more than anybody on Newsmax or any other channels. So mm-hmm. I'm really subscribed that they haven't banished him. <clears throat> but, well, he's next, I'm sure. Well, I, I don't understand too much of it. Oh, did you hear that... Uh, Kevin McCarthy, you know, everybody kept saying it was 14,000 hours of videos, CCTV footage that Nancy Pelosi sat on. They said it was 14,000. Well, yeah. that, that was inaccurate. Somebody was dyslexic. Kevin McCarthy just gave 41,000 hours of CCTV footage of January 6th from the Capitol. 41,000 40, hours? 41,000 hours. So I would reckon in about a month, we'll probably start seeing more of <clears throat> what happened, not selectively edited clips and, you know, things that paint a damn narrative. So I'm, I'm sure we're getting ready to find out a whole lot more. Well, if Kevin McCarthy is listening to this or anybody talks to Kevin McCarthy, I am impressed so far with what he's done. He needs to keep it up. Yes. But- 
I, and, I, was, and see, I was really nervous about Kevin McCarthy taking over as speaker. You know that, but I mean, if he's well, going to, he's taking. I was the, vehemently opposed to it. I didn't mm -hmm. like the idea at all, but they held his feet to the fire, and if he keeps doing what he's doing, he'll gain, he'll garnish more support, towing the line for the American people. Right. America first policies. He will garner more support if he were to make that stance than he would ever get being a shield for the large money donors. Yeah. And now granted, it's not going to be a comfortable place for him to be because there's going to be a lot of deep state people on his ass about it. But if he, if he maintains his stance, he's going to gain popularity with the people. Oh yeah. And all that's <laughs> going to do, look, if he's worried about making money, I ain't never been a politician, but I've been observant of people that were politicians after they left office. They've done made millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. I mean, how many millions do you need? You know what I mean? Right. But if he were to tow the America first line and stand for his people and not for big money donors, he, they might fight him tooth and nail. He might lose his seat in the damn Senate. I mean, in Congress, but you know what? Number That's one, he would have done the right thing by his constituency. And two, he's still going to make shitloads of money when he gets out of office for doing the right thing. Right. Because the people, you know, the free market, you know, they tried to cancel <laughs> Mike Lindell and my pillow. Man, he made he more made money. More money. <laughs> yeah. All of these companies that they've tried to censor or to get rid of. Yep. has turned around and stood on their ground off a of principle and has made more money than they yeah, that, ever did. But see, that's what I'm saying. If, if people in Washington would toe the line, be true to their constituents, be pro-American, do well, right by your people. If you well, do right by your people and somebody's got bad shit on you, well, then that's when you need to be transparent. Yeah. And if you do right by your people, the people will recognize you for that and for being a fighter and you'll still make your money. Well, see, there's something to that too. And, and you, you talked about Mike Lindell, you know, Mike Lindell was involved in politics while Trump was in office. And let's see, Beth, bad bed, bath and beyond. They, they got rid of my pillow. Walmart got rid of my pillow. All these people got rid of my pillow because they're all part of that demon crap side of deep state crap. Right. Yeah. All right. This country wasn't founded on big government to begin with, right? So Mike Lindell, even though he got removed from all these big corporations that accept big, big money, they got lobbyists in Washington. They're playing the political game. Mike Lindell's not playing the political game. He's just serving the American people, right? Yeah. That ought to be that ought to speak volumes of these people sitting on their asses at home, collecting government checks instead of going to work because they made more sitting at home. You see what I'm saying? Well, the, depending the on thing, the government is depending on an imminent death. That's what, it, that's what it boils down to. Well, and see, Mike Liddell is doing it more than just for the people. He's doing it because he loves the country. He understands right. what the country's founding papers and documents say. And he sees that the country is in need of somebody to step in. So Mike Lindell, in my opinion, 
is doing this for the country and hence all of the people in the country. But and oh, benefiting from it. Yeah. Well, that's because there's more pro-American, God-loving, gun-toting, American flag-waving people in this country than there are the far-left socialist commie bastards. The problem is they just have the loudest voices. <laughs> so yeah. people seem to think that they're the majority. They don't mean that they're not the majority. And that's what people have to realize. There's more of us than there is of them. Oh, I'm going to change the subject. I can't remember who it is. Um, I want to say it's uh, Sass. Uh, ben Sass. Is that the congressman? Yeah, Ben Sass. Okay, I think it's him that just proposed a bill, or he's writing legislation to eradicate and to do away with the Board of Education. Are you serious? Yep. Well, is that on the floor already for a vote? I don't know if he's coming up with the legislation now. I think he's already got it. But it is not a constitutionally protected office. It's, it, it's bureaucratic. It's purely bureaucratic. And they're doing more to destroy our children in the educational system than anything else in this country. And because we are where we are, it's been a, or we are where we are because it's a generational thing. The socialists yep. have taken over the educational system. And then they have indoctrinated our kids from pre-K on. And now you got a bunch of whiny-ass, thin-skinned adults running around that is the voter base that is all absolutely ludicrous. I mean, the level of lunacy in what they espouse is, I can't even comprehend it. But if we get rid of the Board of Education, put education back into the hands of the state. Oh, my goodness. That's huge. That that would be one of the biggest and greatest bills to ever pass. I agree with that. Well, I'll tell you what the next thing needs to pass is getting rid of the Federal Reserve. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Need, well, that needs I to think that's coming. Because, well, I mean, I don't, I don't even think that's got a couple of the what? Mandating the purchase of oil. What did you wait? Wait back up. What did you say? I think you went through the mountains or missed the tower. <laughs> the uh, the petrodollar is garbage. They yeah. don't exist anymore. We're acting under an illusion that it exists. Right. It does not exist. Saudi Arabia has already openly announced that they are accepting other nationals or nationalities, currencies, for the purchase of oil. Primarily the ruble. Well, the ruble, the yen, uh, the Denmark, what is it in Iraq? I can't remember. I don't but, know. But it's, it's, the petrodollar is done. Yeah. The petrodollar is how the central bank has managed to survive. Okay. So if everybody walks away from the petrodollar, which this is also part of the reason for inflation next to printing, printing, printing money to bail out these banks and large industries. But petrodollar is gone. Banks have over, I mean, the Treasury has overprinted money 
People are dumping treasuries. They're getting rid of the American treasuries, U.S. treasuries. The central bank will not be able to withstand. There, There don't need to be a bill. The Fed and the central bank, they're on their way out. Well, they're on the way out probably, but they should have been out already. Well, they should have been, but they cannot survive without the global currency being the American dollar. Right. Well, Not in this country. Well, you already know once this country's economy goes completely up, belly up, the rest of the world is going to be scrambling. Well, not really. Well, no. Not (laughs) completely, I guess, because... No, because you've already got a number of other nations recently just joined the BRICS nations. I mean, look, China and Russia have been hoarding. China has been the largest purchaser oh, man, of gold in the gold world. Like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And Russia has more gold than anybody can imagine. I mean, they got rooftops built of gold. But yeah. the thing about it is the BRICS nations agreed to the world currency has changed. America is not the top dog anymore. Nope. And America collapses. Sure, England will collapse. Uh, the E way down real fast now because of Germany. I mean, did you know that Texas has applied to be in the BRICS nations? No, I didn't. Yep. America is getting ready to fall a lot of pegs, rungs on a ladder. We are not going to be first world. And if we do remain first world, we're just going to be another country. We're not going to be there are so many people that have walked away from us, man. Well, that happened when we pulled out of Afghanistan like we did, I'm sure. But Oh, yeah. But, but. it's just there are so many things that have happened. Our dollar is virtually garbage. I mean, it's a done deal. It's not There's... virtually garbage. It is garbage. Yeah. I mean, you try it ain't... I mean, have you looked at the exchange rates lately? Oh, yeah. No, no. America. Yeah, we don't have anything of any value anymore. No, but we're getting ready to see hyperinflation. All these com- all these nations keep dumping these American T-bills and shit. Yeah. Our treasury bonds. Oh, my gosh, man. That's going to hyperinflation. You don't even. Yeah, we won't <laughs> even be able. We're not, we're not able to withstand what we're dealing with now, but. Yeah, it's no, be- only in the short term, because think about this. People have been people's savings have dropped astronomically. You know, a number of months back, it was like people's savings have dropped like 30 percent and more. So you think yeah. about it now. So the money that people have, people had access to cash to cover the increased costs of stuff. Not now. But yeah, they're getting ready to run out of their reserves. Everybody is. Yeah. So it's getting ready to get a whole lot harder. <laughs> yeah. What you think these people that are sleeping right now are going to do when we get to that whole lot harder stage? They're going to cry like little bitches and start breaking into people's houses and looting stores. and <laughs> They're going to be doing, well, they'll loot stores for about a day or two. It'll only take about a half a day for the shelves to be empty. Won't be anything then, left to loot. Well, then they start going into people's homes. Yeah. Uh, 
people going down the road or she'll have jobs, everybody will be deemed a target because desperation will set in. Everybody's going to be a target. If you're yeah. walking down the road, you're a target. I'm going to take that guy's wallet. He might have money. He might not. But it's a 50-50 chance. You know what I mean? Well, and that's the know, way it's going to go. I'm not, you know, I, I've been telling some people over the last few years, if you're going to rob somebody, don't rob somebody driving a vehicle wearing blue jeans and a nice shirt, you know, because they're carrying plastic. If you're going to rob somebody, rob the homeless, they got cash. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the homeless are going to have a, a leg up. Oh, for sure. No, they will indeed, to a degree, to a degree. To a large degree. They're already used to it. Yeah. Uh, they're already, I mean, not used to everything. Some, a lot of them have soup kitchens, obviously, and they have shelters, and they have things that they can utilize. But the homeless that are not utilizing those things, they're crafty. They, they, they know how to survive without, without anything. anything. Yeah. But they're gonna be your most dangerous ones too. And I say most dangerous because somebody tries to rob them, it's gonna be a bad day. Yeah. Well, that's it, folks. Another one for the history books. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell all your friends and family. And don't forget to leave a comment in the comments section below. Don't forget, our first live episode will be coming up in a couple of weeks, so be listening for an exact date in the next couple of days. Until then, and on behalf of Patrick and myself, we're the Constitution Commandos, and we're signing out.